welcome aboard, listeners. Welcome back aboard, listeners, to this week's double feature of Skyline Reviews. Gabrielle, how you doing? I'm fantastic. Good, good. I am also pretty okay. You are joined by your hostesses. Uh, my name's Ashley, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Gabrielle. This is supposed to be my episode. I know, I was waiting for you to interject. This is, is my episode, friends. Oh, um, friends. Welcome aboard, listeners. <laughs> you can just cut out all that first part. I'm not. My name's Gabby, and this is my podcast. This oh, is I my co-host, Ashley. I thought you were going to say this is my wife, but wow, never mind. My hopes were not high for that one. This is my hot chocolate. The cup's really hot, but honestly, the chocolate's not. Oof. That's, That's my cup. Life. <laughs> what did you just say? Nothing. Oh, you said it's a lot like my life. Never mind. I have some goldfish. They're not goldfish. They're whales. Whales are superior to goldfish. Change my mind. I was going to make a, a rating in the comment box for all. Why doesn't it say our viewers in the top anymore? It does for me. It just doesn't like you. Oh, that's weird. Um, for however many viewers we have, um, uh, vote for your favorite goldfish or whales. And if your vote is not for whales, then don't comment. Wow. Yeah, no, if you uh, want to let us know which one you prefer, please shoot us a message on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. A message. Not on Twitter because it's shutting down. Bro, it's real close to the end. I'm so sad. I don't actually Twitter ever, so it means nothing to me. It's all I do. Like, I literally am on Twitter right now because I'm trying to share out the podcast. But I, uh, yeah, if anyone from Dis Twitter is listening, I'm sorry, y'all. This sucks. I feel like that's where I really, like, got a feel for, like, Disney people. It, like, made me feel okay that I was, like, had this dumb obsession. Why are you changing stuff? <sighs> That's been bothering me, so I changed it. Um, yeah. Okay, so just... it's my episode, so I didn't come up with any news. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I was just about to look, too. I also feel like we just recorded a few days ago. We did Nothing record happened in a few days. Uh-uh. Didn't they just do, like, price increases or something? Or was that talked about already? Um, no, we didn't talk about price increases, but also The Mandalorian and Grogu debuted today at Disneyland, and- Wait, I have some news to talk about. Would you Jesus. quit taking over my episode? I'm sorry. Okay, so, news that I didn't research, so I'm probably gonna get some stuff wrong. Um, number one, there was price increases. Uh, I know that there was price increases for at least the annual passes, I don't know about anything else, but it's Disney, so they probably increased other stuff, too. And didn't say anything. Number two, um, Ashley said that there is a new roller coaster in, I think, Disneyland. 
she showed me a picture and I'm pretty sure it was Chip and Dale and it kind of looked like a little kid picture. So it's probably a little kitty ride. Number three, I saw on, I think like Facebook that there's some Toontown was reopening in Disneyland. And um, wouldn't you know it, the roller coaster is in Disney's Toontown. That's crazy. Wild. Probably is a little kid kitty coaster, like the Barnstormer. Um, that's my news. Do I? Do I? Get Did to you see now? how quick that was? Do I get stock now? Two minutes. They started selling annual. No, they raised the price of annual passes that they didn't sell for starters. And then they started selling them like the next day. They're like, hmm, we raised the prices of them. We should probably sell them now. I don't know. Crazy idea. Um, to go, hurry up. To touch back on your Toontown thing, Toontown shut down March 8th of 2022. It's opening March 9th of 2023. So Tron can fuck off. I don't understand that. And what was the other thing you mentioned? The roller coaster. Oh yeah, Chippendale's gadget coaster looks pretty fun. I mean, just from the concept art, it looks like it's a fun idea. But we'll see how it shakes out. So that's all I have to really say about that. They had their first Christmas party. All right, your time's ago. up. That and... has been the news with Gabby and a few minutes with Ashley because I kind of let her talk sometimes. Thanks. You can have a few minutes at the end, maybe. Thanks. Um, so for my episode, guys, I decided that we, Ashley and I, the Disney experts that I truly am, as you can tell, are going to help you pick your ideal hotel. I did extensive research. <laughs> extensive research she kind of did i'm not gonna lie i i I didn't but i feel that like this is probably two pages worth of google doc on how to pick your ideal hotel if you are taking a disney world vacation one of these days we really ought to do something about disneyland i was thinking that but uh, now we have to buy potentially a brand new furnace. So I'm just not thinking about it for the next you few days. You don't have to go to Disneyland to do research about Disneyland. Look at my roots. I have nothing to say about your roots. This is not an episode about your hair, Gabrielle. Okay, so your <laughs> options for hotels. Excuse me. Hmm. You essentially have four options when picking a hotel. Um, you can stay offsite. And then your three options for a Disney hotel is a value hotel, a moderate hotel, and a deluxe hotel. I feel like we have talked about those to death. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that a whole bunch. We're just gonna help you pick. You see? Are you looking at the Google Doc? Yeah. I can tell. You you seem to be looking at the Google Doc. I am sorry. I'm looking around the... Mm-hmm. All right. First on. things first. Your cheapest option is going to be off property. For sure. If you're trying to be cheap, it can be off property. If you want to be, like, bougie, you can get a really expensive off property one. 
Ashley's not here anymore. I muted myself. I had to cough. Um, off property, you can do like an off property hotel or an off property Airbnb or off property, whatever condo, whatever you want to do. But off property is probably going to be your cheapest option. If you're trying to save money. Um, most off property hotels are going to have a shuttle for you to utilize, but those shuttles are not going to be frequent. It's going to tell you like a shuttle to Disney world is like 10 minutes away. It's only going to run at like eight in the morning and like 10 in the morning and noon. And like, it's going to run every like two hours. And like, that's annoying dog. Um, or you could just drive your own car. That's a thought. Yeah, that's that's the key factor in all of that. The whole staying off property business is driving your own car or renting a car to drive to the property. But then you got to factor in that if you want to leave during the day, that's a whole like a whole extra process. It depends. If you're staying off property, like you have to walk to your car, you got to drive all the way to your hotel, like. You, you got little kids, they got to take a nap. Like, you got to get them down for their nap. They take a nap. You got to get back up, get everything packed back up, drive all the way back. Like, I feel like it adds, like, probably an extra hour or more if you're staying off property to, like, your transportation time. Whereas yeah. if you're on property, it might be, like, 30 extra minutes. Yeah, I will say that one of the days we had um, at Walt Disney World in September – we had taken the kids back to just have some wind down time. And I think we both agreed upon like a half hour because we already felt like we were missing so much of our day. So I cannot imagine taking 15, 20 minutes to exit the park, get on a tram, get to the car, drive the car to Windermere, Kissimmee, um, Celebration and all those places to unload the car, get the kid to bed, let the kid get a full sleep. And then repeat the process to get back into the park. I think that's that's a lot. And you have to ask yourself what you want to prioritize in this whole choosing your hotel. Yeah. And I mean, that's also for like younger kids. If you are older kids or you're just a group of adults that can go from sunup to sundown, more power to you. Or like our kids were four and five and they could just nap in the stroller so if your kids are good stroller nappers then you don't need to leave but if you want to get a break in air conditioning and like lay in an actual bed you're gonna have to take that into consideration uh, yeah um my family has stayed off property when i was younger we stayed off probably property probably four or five times and we never went back to our resort, but we definitely had lunch in the car. So that's how we cut corners. We would just load a cooler full of ice and ham, bread, bologna, cheese, a couple packs of Doritos, um, Capri Suns, Cokes. <laughs> Steve, who lives in Florida, says air conditioning is bueno. Yeah, so like, if you don't feel like making that trek to your resort that is off property, I recommend just... Kind of just sitting in the car, having lunch, letting everyone chill out for like a half hour instead. Because um, that worked out well for us. Um, my next thing, I forgot how to speak words. Mm, you yeah. can also get a bigger room for less money 
I feel like I kind of already hit on that, that it's cheaper, but like them Disney rooms are tiny, especially when you get like, if you're flying and you have car seats or stroller or like a bunch of suitcases, your souvenirs and stuff like them rooms are small. If you get like an Airbnb or something, you can have a whole damn house. Yeah. You can have so much room. You can spread out like you are not all, especially like, you stay for a long time. You get tired of being on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, that was, we tried to, we had a suite at Pop Century and we tried to fold up a bed, you know, move some things around. That way it felt a little more roomy in there when we weren't sleeping. But with two car seats, a double stroller, suitcases, kids, shoes, cups, chargers. Yeah, it, it, it becomes a lot. So I think that also, yeah, is a definite plus in staying in an off-property Airbnb, rental home, something like that for sure. Yeah. Um, my last thing is you can get some really flipping cool hotels. Like I feel like all the time I see these hotels with like super freaking cool like water they're not like water parks, but they're, they're like, like features, water features. Yeah, they have like slides and the big buckets that dump water and like Yeah. They're like a like a mini water park. Like your kids would lose their shit. I know our boys would rather stay there for like a full day than go to a park. Yeah, we like, can never stay there. <laughs> 100% like they would not care in the world if we skipped Disney for a day and just stayed at that pool. <laughs> and like it's cheap as hell then. Like the, and then you can get like find a hotel with free breakfast. You're saving so much money. Then you don't have to go spend all that money at Disney. Like these hotels can give you so many more perks than Disney can offer you sometimes. Yeah, hotels with continental breakfasts are very sparse there, just because of the city that they're in and their location in tourism. But definitely. Um, I thought the if one you could, we stayed at had breakfast. Oh, the one off of, um, yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't pay attention to that. But even then, like, go to Walmart your first day if you're staying at a hotel. If, if you're staying off property, you have a car or you have a means of transportation, go to Walmart. Stack up on Pop-Tarts. If you're staying in a room, you know, Nutri-Grain bars, granola bars. But if you have a house, get sausage bacon eggs things that you you know you can make an actual breakfast and even beyond that get a case of mountain dew get a pack of water get things that you know you can make meals with i mean those are some of my greatest memories when i was little is like just like having dinner at our house that we rented with some friends and swimming in the pool it wasn't even about like the going to disney but it was just about like being at the house i I have like very strong memories of the houses we stayed at, the pools they had, the things we did in the pool, the meals we ate, and the stuff like that. So it's not all about Disney when you're choosing your resort. You're going to take other memories with you besides that. Yeah, especially like it might just be a me thing, but when you stay for like we try and stay for longer amounts of times, like we'll go for like five or six days but we just go less often than some people. And like, I get tired of the Disney food sometimes. And like, I want a like home cooked kind of meal. Mm -hmm. And like, if I had the opportunity to have a like kitchen where I could just sit and like make an actual meal, it doesn't have to be some elaborate, like five course meal. But like, if you stayed off property or had like some kind of like kitchen where you could cook an actual meal, like, and save 
hundreds of dollars, depending on the size of your family, like by all means do it. It's not worth it. Disney is not, the food is not that great. Yeah. If you just want like cheap food to eat, then yeah, the Disney food is, it's fine. It's Disney food. Do you want to move on to uh, value value resorts, Gabrielle? Um, I would absolutely love to. I feel like we've hit a lot of off property, and like I said, I've done it before. I re- I recommend it for anyone. I would never not recommend that. I have even pitched it to Gabrielle a few times of staying off property. We just we are gluttons for punishment, and we always gravitate towards staying on property for the perks that it has. Go ahead, Gabrielle. Yeah, I've never done off property. So I, yeah, I know all the benefits. I just, I've never done it. Um, But yes, value is your cheapest on-property option. The hotels you can get with it are the all-stars, which are all-star movies, all-star music, and all-star sports. Or you can do art of animation, um, pop century, or the campsites at Wilderness. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it's your cheapest option. Uh, They are your smallest option. You typically don't get extra transportation options, but the article I read was obviously outdated because Art of Animation and Pop now have the Skyliner, which is why we always go with Pop Century because <laughs> it's cheaper than Art of Animation. Yep, yep. Um, and you still get that Disney bubble. Like, you still feel the Disney magic in your hotel and... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there. That's why I like staying on property is you get the Disney magic still. Yeah, I think especially um, our last trip this past September, we took the kids for the first time. So they never got the feel of like driving under the archway and God, I sound like we're going to like St. Louis driving under the Walt Disney World facade and then just like seeing the big facade of like our hotel that we're staying at and pulling in and going to the guard shop and seeing the skyline overhead. I think that is something that you can't replace. I mean, yeah, you can go to a resort that's off property and just see, like, Hilton Inn of Disney. Like, it's not anything grand or, you know, something that they've really put graphics into. Yeah. And, like, we stayed at Pop Century, and every single time we pulled up into Pop Century, they knew that we st- it's we knew they knew that we stayed at Pop, so they looked for P.O.P. Pop everywhere we went. Yeah, they just go, look, it's P.O.P. Yeah, and like, that that's fun for them. Now they know P.O.P. is where we stayed. That yeah. It's just a memory that we have. And yeah, maybe next time we don't have to stay on property. But for their first time, it was worth it for us. But yeah, um, fun fact. Some of this I actually didn't fact check. So Ashley's going to fact check live on air for us. <laughs> Thanks. That's why I'm here. That's literally the only reason. Gabrielle could do the spy soap if she wanted to. Um, I think some of these resorts have a suite option where it can sleep up to five people. Isn't doesn't Art of Animation? No, doesn't All Star one of the All Stars have that? Sports maybe. All Star Music and Art of Animation both have family suites. Um, Art of Animation, the family suites are in uh, cars. I think they're in all of the areas, actually. Um, But the tricky part about Art of Animation is there are... What is that? Five? They have Lion King, Little Mermaid, Cars, Nemo. They have four. So half of those are are exterior entry, where you enter from the outside. 
You're skipping the, ahead. Oh, sorry. Am I? I made a note of that. I was oh, just sorry. asking you about the sweet option. Oh, yeah. No, all the all of the areas in Art of Animation have family suites and all-star music has an option for family suites. So, yeah. In these, most of the rooms, you, um, if you go above four people, you would have to get two rooms. But some of these rooms, you can fit a fifth person. It's going to cost you more, but you get a bigger room. Yeah, I would say that um, at Art of Animation, their family suites are very well themed and they're very cool. Um, and when you go onto the website to book your resort, it's going to prompt you to get a family suite in the Lion King. And you'll be like, oh my god, a family suite in Lion King is only like $3,600. And then when you think about how far the Lion King area is, you're like, oh, we should get one in like the Cars area because my kids love Cars. Well, no, that jacks your price, like $2,000. It is absolutely insane. I will say of all the suites in the art of animation, I think the Lion King is my favorite theming. Like, of those three movies, Lion King is probably not my favorite, but, like, that theming it was really cool. Yeah. Have you ever, like, walked around Art of Animation? I feel like you and I haven't gone over to the other side. We've been to the Cars area several times. <laughs> we only ever walk around the Cars area for our boys. Well, yeah, we'll have to put that on our list next time. Go ahead. Um, did you see my next go? <laughs> yeah, I saw the little vomit emoji. So another option in our value section are the campgrounds. Campgrounds, Fort Wilderness. You can camp at Disney. You can you can pitch a tent and go camping, or you can like pull an RV or a camper. They're hella cheap, but you're literally camping. Like I don't see a problem with it, but Gabrielle does. Yeah. My family, that was our vacation growing up, and like it's fun for some people. I have had my fair share of camping for my lifetime. And I feel like Disney is not really the place to camp unless like you have the bougiest like RV available. Like I it's just like there's so much stress that like a Disney vacation brings and like camping is its own kind of level of stress. And like that's just like stress on stress. So, like, I don't, if that's your cup of tea, then you you camp, you save so much money. Like, I'm jealous of how much money you're saving, but I'm also, like, chilling in my nice queen-size bed with, like, running water, and I can flush my toilet as much as I want. <laughs> I don't have to walk in the dark with a flashlight to go find the bathroom at night. So, like, who's winning here? Them. There, obviously. That's up to you. If you want to camp, you camp. It's an option. And like, that was when I was three. Um, my family went to Disney, and that's what they did. And by God, my dad pulled our camper from Indiana all the way down to Florida, and he did it. He saved us some money, but it wasn't Seems worth like it. something your dad would be proud of. We'll get him on here, and we'll get his opinion on that. There you go. Um, I found this out. I didn't fact check this either, but I don't think you know the information. Um, it said that the pools at these hotels do not have slides. That's accurate. That's correct. I didn't know that was the divider, that the value resorts didn't have the slides. Yeah. Um, 
that's why I recommended we go to the Caribbean beach pool just so the boys could uh, go down the slide. But we do not condone par- uh, pool hopping here on Skyline Review, so we did not do that. But yeah, none of the value resorts have uh, slides in their pools. I just kind of assumed it was like if it fit the theming, they put a slide in. But like, yeah, I guess it makes sense now. Like if you pay more money, we'll give you a slide. But that's kind of lame. If you want a slide, you got to pay more money. Um, also, these value resort hotel or resorts um, do not have table service options at the resorts. It really only affects you if you're doing the dining plan, I guess. I have no clue what how that affects you if you're doing the dining plan, but no, it doesn't because there still isn't a dining plan. But no. our resident expert might explain it to us, but there's no dining plan, so she says it doesn't matter right now. Um, as Ashley was trying to say, most of these rooms, I feel like all of them, I don't know any of that are motel type rooms where you're going to open to your doors are going to open to the outside. So you don't get that hotel experience where your doors are on the inside in a corridor. Yeah. The only um, interior entries in the value resorts are at art of animation in the finding Nemo and the cars sections. I did not know that. Okay. So it is most of them. I thought it was all of them. Thanks for that, resident expert. You're so welcome. Enjoy your hot chocolate. Next, uh, we are moving on to moderate. Excuse me, I'm back. Uh, actually, I want to go back up to Value Resorts real quick and just kind of give an all-encompassing opinion on Value Resorts. And this is how I would pitch a Value Resort to someone who is trying to choose a hotel. If you have the type of family that is going to wake up at 6, 7 a.m., spend all day in the parks, all day doing whatever, and come back to your room and just sleep, I highly recommend it by your resort. Because if all you're doing is sleeping, all you need is a bed. Um, I'd also say this is good if you have little kids because the theming at these resorts are top-notch. Like, yeah, these are the ones that are, like, you see the big cars and the Little Mermaid and the, like, big lion king we've all i haven't i don't know who's there but like you see the at uh pop century they have like buzz and wood no that's not a pop century (laughs) movies movies they have buzz and like they have the big huge characters and like these are the ones that have the super cool like disney world theming like your kids will go crazy over the theming for these hotels like, don't pay more money because you think you're going to get a better experience at a different hotel. Like, really, these ones are the fun ones for your kids. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, so, yeah, that kind of just covers value. The rooms aren't roomy. The rooms aren't great. Uh, the beds are beds. They're bigger. The buses are a little more busy, so you might face a longer wait to rope drop that park or get back to your resort. But, I mean, we have never, we've been going for years now, and I, I've i never had an issue with a value resort. Yeah, the, long, the lines for the buses might be long sometimes, or, you know, I, feel like I don't we know. Still, like, we have never had an issue with rope dropping, or, like, mm-hmm. even during COVID times, like, we, we still get up at a decent time we still get there we get all the rides in that we want like we social distance 
We wear our masks. It doesn't accommodate well with getting us more buses for the busier hotels. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And like, especially now that like the Skyliner is open and it gets a lot of the traffic for pop and um, art of animation out. Yes, I would agree. All right. Um, moderate resorts. These are your middle level. Um, Caribbean Beach, Coronado Springs, Port Orleans, the French Quarter, and Riverside. And then your cabins at Fort Wilderness. At these resorts, see, this is another comment where my article was outdated. You get extra transportation. Um, what? None of these get extra transportation that was not provided in the last one. Like Caribbean Beach gets the Skyliner, mm -hmm. but none of Port these are on the monorail loop, are they? Port Orleans, uh, French Quarter, and Riverside have taxi service to Disney Springs. Hmm. There you go. But don't you have to pay for that? Mm -mm. It's free. You get a free taxi. What's a water? Hell? It's a water taxi. So you boat. You can ride a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Also, I'm just going to back up one more time just to say that in the value category, Gabrielle and I collectively have stayed at All-Star Movies, All-Star Music, and Art of Animation. No, we in haven't. The I said collectively because I've stayed at some of them and you haven't. We have um, stayed at Pop Century. We have not stayed at Art of Animation. We stayed at Movies. You said the Art of Animation. We stayed at Pop Century. We stayed at Pop Century and All-Star Music, and I've stayed at All-Star one more time. We have stayed at All-Star Movies. I have stayed at All-Star Music. There. And we have stayed at Pop Century. We have yes. not stayed at Art of Animation. No, no. And there then in the, in the moderate category, Gabrielle and I have stayed at Caribbean Beach. I have stayed at Coronado Springs. Yeah. Um, I love Caribbean Beach, but there's more on that later. Go ahead, Gabrielle. We have talked about that. You can go back to the episode. We're not going to reopen that wound. Um, so you get a water taxi. That's your extra transportation. And then Caribbean Beach has the Skyliner. Um, it says more fun atmospheres. I don't know I, why I that. Where, where did that come from? The, I would say the moderate resorts, the more fun atmospheres comes from, um, like at Caribbean Beach, you have Banana Cabana, which is a poolside bar that you can kind of hang out at it's, it, instead of like the walk-up bars at the pools. Um, they also have at Port Orleans French Quarter, I think, for St. Patty's Day. They have a parade. They have a Mardi Gras parade. And they also have parades all the time. Um, same thing goes for Fort Wilderness. There's a lot of decoration that comes from the guest side uh, for Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. Um, I don't really know what the fun atmospheres truly mean, but I think that that's where it definitely stems from. I remember writing this and saying, I'll remember that. And then I didn't remember it. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, obviously it gets more expensive. Um, the cabins at Fort Wilderness. I'm torn on these. Again, we go back to like your camping. It's like a, a a little half step up from camping because like you're in a cabin you get like plumbing but you're like still in a campground and like i didn't mention before but like it's a huge campground if you've never camped before like typically they're pretty big 
and like you it takes forever to get anywhere but like the cabins do they're like kind of a mini house like you get a set a room that like you can put your kids in and like shut the door and then the kids don't exist anymore oh that's so nice and like that that's kind of nice sometimes um it's like i we <laughs> we were when was it for weren't we put in a cabin yeah we uh we planned a vacation hold on hi mom hope you're great <laughs> we, were put, we were put in a cabin for our we went with my parents and my brother so there were six of us and it was like during covid so they were kind of some of the hotels weren't open i don't even know where we originally were staying at we were staying we were gonna stay in the family suite at um all-star music yeah and then they tried to put us in a cabin and um (laughs) she and ashley said yeah sure that's fine and i called him up and said i'm not camping on my disney trip she uh yeah i was like i would love to stay in the cabins i've always wanted to and Gabrielle complained, and I said, "I am not sitting on hold with Disney any more than I already have for this. If you I want it changed, they then you change it." Once before, then too, though, because like that's why you wouldn't call them back because they had already moved us. Um, like they kept moving us around, and you said you were not calling them back to move us, and I said I will call them because I am not camping on my vacation. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Apparently, my baby brother's watching too. So, hi, baby Landon. Uh, I'm going to step out real quick and let that dog out so she'll stop barking. Don't worry. I'll finish our story. So Ashley does. She refused to call them back because she wants to apparently camp on her vacation. Homegirl's never been camping before. So um, I had to call them and say, I'm I'm not going to camp on my vacation. I've camped my whole life and been there, done that. She said it it really is not like camping, but it is. don't listen to her (laughs) so they moved us to pop century and we got separate rooms so i didn't have to stay in the same room as my parents and my brothers so that was uh two perks and ashley should be back now with her spoiled ass dog so anyway there's your uh cabin at fort wilderness and then these most of these are also motel type rooms so they're going to open to the outside again i don't know the caribbean beach were coronado springs the ones i stayed in were at least so i would say port orleans might not be it does they open to the outside Mm -hmm. but well then i don't know which ones are not the motel type rooms um coronado springs built a new tower called the grand destino tower so those are interior entry but other than that yeah the rest of them are exterior entry um yeah the the theming for i'd say all of these are adult theming i don't know at least caribbean beach and coronado springs really are not uh themed to children at all port orleans french quarter and riverside um those are just New Orleans style resorts, but they have sprinkled in some childlike attributes. Like they have little alligators with hats on and they're playing instruments and stuff like that. So you can find the childlike attributes in those, but yeah, definitely more. They definitely like, yeah. 
any part of Disney is going to have like some fun kitty kind of things, but it's not going to be like you see in the value where like you're not going to look around and see Buzz or Woody or some like character from your favorite movie just sitting there like it. These theming are definitely more geared to the adults, I'd say. Um, these this one says there's bigger pools with slides usually. Mm -hmm. um, Multiple pools, yeah. There's table service dining at these resorts. Mm -hmm. And they are very large resorts, which is longer walks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of them. Um, I know Caribbean Beach does, Cabins at Fort Wilderness. I don't know about the other two, but they have um, interior Coronado buses. Coronado Springs is huge. Whenever I stayed there, it had three separate bus stops yeah. that... Uh, because we were the third stop. So like they That sounds gross. Yeah, they are much bigger than like your value resorts. Yeah, when we stayed at Caribbean Beach, we actually stayed right next to the Riviera Resort. So we used the Riviera for everything. Um if we needed any type of transportation, we'd head over to the Riviera and catch a bus or we'd catch a bus back to the Riviera or the Skyliner. And like Taking into consideration that, like, when we stayed at Coronado Springs, we were the third stop. So, like, if the bus filled up at stop one and two, we just didn't get on the bus. So, like, <laughs> you really got to take into consideration there. Like, is it worth staying at? Like, we didn't have a choice. I, I mean, I, we probably did. We went for my sister's, like, dance thing. She danced in the parade. So that it was the like conference um, resort. We probably could have paid to like upgrade or something, but like it, it wouldn't be my first choice there. Like just take that into consideration when you're uh, picking your resort there. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. You can go. Any final thoughts on moderate resorts? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, long story short, if you have a family who does enjoy being at the resort, maybe you think about spending a little more time there. Exploring. I would say if it's more of an like, adult's trip or like you have someone that like doesn't want to do the whole Disney thing, if it's like you're doing like half Disney, half Universal or like Disney and like SeaWorld or like it's not a full Disney trip maybe. Yeah, we stayed at Caribbean Beach and built in a lot of extra time to enjoy the resort, I would say. Um, we built in a lot of time to go back to the room during our breaks and sit at uh, Banana Cabana, have a few drinks, or go to the pool, go down the water slide a few times, or um, enjoy some of the things that are at a moderate resort that you would not get at a value. So, like everyone was saying, if it's an adults-only trip or if it's a trip where you're just going to kind of take it leisurely with your kids, I would highly recommend a moderate resort. Um, and then your last level, your most expensive level, is going to be deluxe. You get uh, probably the only deluxe resort that I would be willing to stay at, Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, Beach Club, The Boardwalk, Contemporary, uh, Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, the Wilderness Club, Yacht Club, and <laughs> I said it wrong. Um, and the Riviera. <laughs> I know. The Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> I looked at Yacht Club. 
the Wilderness Lodge, the Yacht Club, and then the Riviera. Um, I've stayed at the Beach Club. So that's kind of where we are in those. And like we were just saying, when we stayed at Caribbean Beach, the Riviera sits right outside of Caribbean Beach. So we stayed the furthest we could away from the lobby. And even like in our room requests, which you can do, in the room request that I faxed them, I put that we love the Riviera, we enjoyed it, and we would love to stay closer to it in order to enjoy their amenities. Yeah. And, like, that worked out, but it was also a hell of a walk when we needed to go all the way up to our own lobby. Yeah. Or whatever. We passed that. <laughs> um, I put that these feel less Disney for those that might not want to be in such a Disney environment. But I also mm-hmm. feel like that might not be as true. I feel like that's more true for the moderate. Like, Animal Kingdom... I'd say, like, Animal Kingdom, the Polynesian, the Contemporary. That's not, like, those feel very Disney to me. What? Speak no. Um, Sorry, I was listening because there's someone coming in the door. You said that, um... If that contemporary in there again, you are carpet cleaning it and the couch tonight. Deal. You said the Contemporary, Grand, and the Polynesian feel Disney to you? Is that what you were saying? Animal Kingdom Lodge. The contemporary and the Polynesian feel Disney-ish to me. I'd say I've never really looked through the beach club or the boardwalk. So I don't know the level of Disney in those. But like the Grand Floridian does not feel Disney. The Riviera does not feel Disney. It's not, no. I've never been in the yacht club, so I don't know about it. Uh, it's literally the same thing as Beach Club, just different shades of different colors. Yeah, um, I honestly don't get any Disney feel in any of them. I mean, you don't, there's no characters plastered all, I mean, to be fair now, in the Polynesian and the Contemporary, they have rooms, uh, the Contemporary has the Incredible Rooms, and the Polynesian now, um, has Moana Rooms. So you kind of get it, but there's no giant sculptures um, that are Disney. Nothing, nothing that really the like. Polynesian has like the big surfboards with Lilo and Stitch, and like it has the big sculptures and like the carvings and stuff, and it has like Stitch on it. I feel like that's pretty like. I don't know. I feel like it's more themed. I don't Yeah. I I don't know. Like Animal Kingdom Lodge has a tie to Animal Kingdom. What's that? I said I'm right. Oh. Mm, don't. If your dog fights with one more cat, I am putting her out front. Don't do that. Please put her out back. I think the Animal Kingdom Lodge has a tie to Animal Kingdom, therefore making it feel more Disney, but had was there no tie, it would not feel Disney. I just um, like the animal parts of it. Like what? Okay, but what other hotel are you going to walk into and there's literal animals walking around? Like, I feel like th- that just screams Disney. Yeah, yeah, it for sure. It might not be, like, themed, like, you're going to see Mickey Mouse or, like, Donald Duck around, but, like, it's not like you're you're going to walk in and be like, is this a Disney hotel or is this the Hilton? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you walk into, like, Grand Floridian, like, this could be, like, the Hilton, like, 
No, that's like the freaking Four Seasons. I don't know any other hotel <laughs> company besides that. <laughs> um, yeah, Gabrielle puts on here, if you have the money to blow, why not? I mean, these hotels cost a pretty penny. There are ways to avoid it. Um, these hotels, I believe all of them, are what's called Disney Vacation Club. It's a premium club for people who definitely have more money. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the point in it. Like, there's yeah, there's no crystal coding it. It's just for people who have more money and can can afford to go to Disney a lot more option a lot more often. And if they can't go, they can rent their points that they have accrued through the Disney Vacation Club. And there are websites out there that will rent you the points for a much much cheaper price than you would get um, booking it through Walt Disney World. Okay, let's we can stop arguing over if they feel Disney or not. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you have the money to blow, these are the hotels to do it on. If you're like, my mom and dad said they'll buy me a Disney vacation or something, like, just go with one of these. Um, they make you feel like royalty, even if you're not staying there. Like, every time I walked in the Riviera doors, like, I felt like a freaking princess. Every time we go in, like, Grand Floridian, it's, like, magic every, like, these are like the fanciest, bougiest hotels ever. And like, I just feel poor walking in there, but also like, they are just so nice. Like, I, it's not even like a dream to kind of stay in one of these because I know like I can't afford it. I would just be afraid I'd break something or something. Like, yeah. If we were to even stay in them, I don't think we'd be getting our money's worth because we just want to be in the parks and doing other things all the time. So I don't. If given the opportunity, I would definitely love to stay at the Polynesian or the Riviera. Gabrielle and I got engaged at the Polynesian on the beach. So given the opportunity, I would love to stay at one of those, maybe even Wilderness Lodge. But we are we are value resort people. We wake up in the morning and we are go, 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 go until we cannot stay standing anymore. I would do um, Animal Kingdom. That's just waking up and like having animals outside on like the balcony that that would be cool but like besides that i do the polynesian just because you've wanted it forever but like that's whatever um this is another thing that you get to fact check for me live um you can get multiple bedroom suites so you can hold up to like 20 people or something crazy like that yeah uh, McCormick, we will get to your comment here in a few minutes. We have literally just dedicated a whole um, section to the bungalow. So if you hang tight for like 15 more minutes, we will definitely hit that. Um, yeah, there are different uh, sweet levels at the Polynesian for sure. And the Grand, the Contemporary. Jojo Siwa was just over at Bay Lake Tower. like, And their like, den living spaces were huge. And I can only imagine how many bedrooms that thing had. But yeah, the, the one at the Polynesian is even like two stories. Yeah, they, I mean, if you and 20 of your closest friends want to just go together on a Disney trip, there you go. Um, and the rooms are a lot more spacious than you're going to get at the value rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these resorts also have character dining. Um, I know the Riviera does. The... Uh, I don't know about well does wilderness. Um yes. Um the Polynesian does. Mm-hmm. The contemporary well, does. 
yes. Well, me. Um, Wait, I what? I, I thought I knew. Do any character, other- uh, character dining at the Deluxe Resorts Beach Club, I believe. Oh, what's the um, the restaurant they have there? It's a seafood restaurant. I can't think of the name of it right now, but they, yeah, they have one. The boardwalk has Trattoria El Forno, which is a breakfast. There you can meet uh, Rapunzel, Flynn, Ariel, and Eric, I think. Um, Contemporary has uh, Chef Mickey's, which is hella popular. Uh, Beach Club is Cape May Cafe, and you can meet Goofy, Daisy, Donald, Pluto, Mickey, maybe, in like some beachy gear. And um, I think that's only for breakfast. Go ahead, sorry. Contemporary. Contemporary is Chef Mickey's. Uh, you can meet, I don't know, probably like Mickey, Minnie, and a couple of his pals. Um, the Polynesian is uh, Ohana. You can meet Lilo and Stitch and like Mickey and I, I don't know, one of his pals. Pluto. Um, uh, the Riviera is what, Topolinas? And you can meet some Disney characters there too. Uh, Wilderness Lodge is, I'm trying to find the correct name of it before I butcher it, but they also have one where you can meet Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and the Evil Queen. Did they just did they just reopen that? Maybe mm-hmm. not. It's Storybook Dining, I think is what oh, it's no. called. Yeah, Storybook Dining at Artist Point with Snow White is what it's, that is the proper term. But yeah, those are the character. More bro- than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been to, we've only been to the Polynesian. <laughs> I've been to Chef Mickey's. Oh yeah, you've been to Chef Mickey's. I've never been to Chef it Mickey's is. before. It's something. Yeah, I mean, we all have our opinions of Chef Mickey's, and I think that's definitely for a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll um, do a character dining episode. If I were to pick one that I'd like to do, I have had my eye on breakfast at Topolino's Terrace for a while now. Um, I think I've even mentioned it to you, Gabrielle, a few times that I'd really like to do that one. Other than that, I don't really have a strong want or need to do any of them. If anything, maybe um, Trattoria El Forno at the boardwalk, just because Tangled is one of my favorite movies. So I would love to hang out with Rapunzel and Flynn. Um, They have children activity centers at the resort. You can... Do okay, an activity babysitting. Yeah. No, it's babysitting. Okay, you can... Thanks for our fact check, because I didn't. Um, you can just give your kid away. I don't, for you. I don't know the accuracy of that after COVID, but before COVID, it was you take your kid there, they spend a few hours, you and your significant other... I thought you had to, like, stay with your kid, because I, I thought they were doing it when we went to pick up our castles at... Uh, the contemporary. I think that's post-COVID. I don't think they have reintroduced that. Um, There's some yet. level. The article just said children activity centers, but like whenever we saw happened upon it, they were doing like I think shirt like tie dyeing shirts or something. So like, there's activities you can do with your kid. I don't know how like elaborate they all are or something, but. They have it at the deluxe resorts and they don't have it anywhere else. So exclusivity. 
they do have tie-dyeing and stuff like that at the other resorts. It's just not as prevalent because you don't have the time when you're staying at a value resort. People who are staying at the luxury resorts have more time and can afford things like that because I think you have to pay like $5 to buy the t-shirt. Um, it's also worth noting that the Polynesian, Beach Club, Fort Wilderness. I would say another one. They have a campfire with Chip and Dale, so... They make a fire, which doesn't sound safe, but no one's died yet. Um, they get some stuff to roast some s'mores, and Chip and Dale come hang out, and they have a movie. So that's also something that seems fun. Um, they have concierge and concierge and club-level options at these resorts, and our uh, resident expert is going to now tell us what that means. Um... Not really sure the difference, but I do know that I do know that when you are staying at these, you are offered complimentary beverages. Whether Doesn't that be club adult- level mean you just like get a whole like bar that you can just eat at all the time? Yeah, that's club level. Um, they have food that they sit out all day, every day. Um, so you aren't paying for meals. Essentially, you're just paying for club level, which I don't know the over-under on that, so I'm not sure. Um, but, I I mean, obviously, I definitely like to do it sometime. Gabrielle, if you ever just have a few thousand that was just sitting around in our bank accounts. That seems, like, interesting. Because, like, I, th- I think the Lost Bros did it one time, and that's the only info I have on it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it seems like a perk, but also, like, you would have to come back to your room all, or the hotel all the time to get food. And, like, that would just kind of be annoying. Yeah, the yeah. only reason I know about it is I read a few trip reports back on the disboards, um, and in those trip reports, people would stay club level, so I'd get to see kind of how they worked and how they were utilized. And those are more for the people who are staying in villas and the DVC villas. Um, these resorts have much less walking, um, to get to the buses, the monorails, and the Skyliners. It is just a quick little jaunt down to the bus stops or the monorail. It is literally in your resort half the time. And, uh, the Skyliner is just feet away. Like, you don't have to walk a mile to get anywhere. So that's not like, Yeah. Um, and then another one that I think is just outdated on this article is it said you got extra magic hours for being at the deluxe resort, but I think that's for more resorts now because we got some extra hours when we stayed for pop, but this um, was saying we got like two extra hours in the evening, I believe. Yep. That's still a thing. I believe as long as you're staying at any of those resorts and even the Swan and Dolphin over in the Epcot resort area, um, those get you the few extra hours in the evening. I will say in the morning, like Gabrielle was just explaining, they had, um, like pointers for extra magic hours. And I wasn't aware that that was a thing. And so Gabrielle and I just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. We were just like, well, if they scan our band and they let us in, like they let us in, we don't know any better. And that's kind of how we just approached it at Magic Kingdom. I said, isn't this for deluxe resorts? And he said, uh, why don't you just go let them scan your band? I'm sure they'll let you in. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm not really sure on the extra morning hours, but definitely um, a couple extra hours in the evening for deluxe resort guests. Yes. 
So that's all I have for our deluxe resorts. This is definitely, I would say, if you are just living it up, if you feel the need to have the nicest, the biggest, like you need to spread out and not be on top of each other, but still be at Disney World, then you got money to blow, blow it on one of these resorts. If you want top-notch service, if you I really don't, don't want to hear... I have never had a complaint on the service at a different... Like, It's not like you get better customer service at one of these resorts. Like, I feel like the Disney customer service is the like Disney customer service. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think that our issue back in September with the whole air conditioning and... Um, that was just because Disney makes stupid decisions. But I think had we mentioned that at a deluxe resort, I think we would have received some compensation because that's definitely not something that you would see at a, a deluxe resort. Um, if you, like I was saying, if you want top-notch service, if you have the extra money to spend, the thing about these resorts is they're a lot closer to the theme parks than a Pop Century or a... Port Orleans French Quarter like um, Pop Century is out by Animal Kingdom but you're still looking at a 10 to 15 minute bus ride whereas the Riviera is a two minute hop over on the Skyliner the boardwalk you can literally the boardwalk the beach club and the yacht club you can literally just walk into Epcot you can um, walk from the contemporary to Magic Kingdom you can walk from isn't it the Grand Floridian they just open the walkway to Magic yeah, and, Kingdom and even if like, you oh, if you have a disability and you can't walk, just jump on the monorail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the 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 sticker, the price comes with the proximity to the theme parks, definitely for these. So if you want that close proximity and you want a little better service and dining options and luggage options and bus options and things like that, the deluxe resorts are the way to go. Um, last but not least, McCormick, here comes your topic right now. The, the poly bungalows, <laughs> literally, do they even exist? Yeah, there's a, a joke on Twitter that is, um, there are bungalows in the Polynesian. They are out on the water. They are two to three bedroom. I don't remember. They have their own like personal pool, which basically just looks like a foot spa. It's they like have a little swing. size. <laughs> Yeah, they're super nice. Don't get me wrong. I would love to stay in them, and I think a five night is like twenty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, we've looked into it. It's like thousands of dollars a night. Like, but the whole joke is that no one is ever seen coming in or out of them. <laughs> yeah. So, do they even really exist? Like, um, also, my article had nothing to do with. Like, it did not mention these bungalows at all. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even think they fit in the deluxe category. They might. You could probably put them in with the Polynesian because they're, like, at the Poly uh, Resort. But, yeah, these these things are expensive. I can't imagine being in those on, like, a stormy night when the waves are crashing and it's thundering. And I wonder if they, like, if evacuate they them. move. Yeah, like, I don't know. How bad would know. it have to get for you to, to move out of those uh, bungalows? And how and how great are the rooms going to be compared if they if they move you? You know what I mean. They, I mean, they can't. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah, man. 
I so, want to go find somebody that has stayed in those bungalows. <laughs> we'll have them on the podcast. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so that is kind of our overview of the resorts at Walt Disney World and not at Walt Disney World. If that's how you choose to um, live your life, go for it. Leave us some comments. Write us. Let us know what how you feel about these hotels. Do you agree with our opinions on them? Do you do you have other outlooks that you'd like to discuss? We need some reviews of off property places because I think that's what we're gonna go with for our next trip. Because obviously we need a new furnace in our house and we need to cut some <laughs> corners for our next trip. I, I have a blanket right now. <laughs> I already yeah. thought that our next trip. Um, it's going to be a little lower budget than what we're used to. So, yeah, we need to know your best off-property hotels. Let's hear them. Because your girl's never stayed off-property. Ashley has the best memories at her Airbnbs, but that was way back a few decades ago, so I don't even know if those houses are still standing. Don't make me kick you off this podcast. <laughs> um, yes, not only your hotels, but definitely um, vacation home properties, vacation home businesses, condos, anything like that off property that you stayed at. We want to hear about them. Except for you, Dad. I know you're going to hear this and tell us to go stay at the Blue Heron Beach Resort. I have stayed there. It's a wonderful resort. But no, I do not want to stay there again. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to. That's all uh, cut and dry and we're done with that. If that was your suggestion, I'm really sorry, but. Ashley doesn't want to stay there. I mean, it was nice, but I, I don't think it would it would be our cup of tea, our families. <laughs> um, thank you guys for. T- oh, sorry, Gabrielle, this is your episode. You need to close it out. I'm so sorry. Um, thank you guys for coming, for listening to me talk, um, for listening to Ashley talk endlessly as she does. It's been a fabulous evening with you all, and I am gonna go make Ashley carpet clean our couch now, so we can get a new couch tomorrow. I'm so excited. Yeah. This is Gotta go. Yeah, Ashley Slust in the podcast. So goodbye. Goodbye.